comic books, movies, TV, and more. Nerds are everywhere. It's time to assemble! Nerds United, a jittery monkey podcast. Here's your host, Greg Mahachko. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Nerds United on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. My name is Greg Mahachko and I'm your host and joining me as always, he is the co-host of the year in esteemed title for a prestigious position only one man is able to hold. Mike Luther is that man. Hello, Mike. It's the classiest of the classy titles. That's right. And it's on business cards now in the uh, greater Swansea, Illinois area. Yes. Probably in one very, very one particular area called Twilight Comics, I'm assuming. Yeah. That's the one. In Swansea, Illinois. Yes, indeed. Yeah, but I'm saying by there. now they've been picked up by hundreds of people. Oh, of course. Absolutely. Absolutely. And they'll be was, like, was "What is this a- brand new? What is this brand new podcast? We've never heard of it." And then they'll <laughs> go to the website, and be like, "Almost three hundred episodes. Where have they been all of our lives?" And then they'll they'll probably they'll want to start on episode one, um, which I'm pretty sure they can do by going to the website. That's about the only place you can do you go back three hundred episodes. Yeah, uh, JerryMonkey.com, folks. Uh, if you want to go, if if you're brand new, we're gonna we're gonna take the Stanley approach to the show uh, this week. And we're going to give you just a taste of a little bit of history, and then we'll dive into uh, where we're at current day. But Stanley always used to say that every comic is somebody's every comic book is somebody's first comic book. So mm-hmm. if they're picking up Amazing Spider-Man twenty-eight, they have no idea what's happened in issues one through twenty-seven. So if you're coming to Nerd United episode two ninety-three. I can tell you that this show has evolved greatly from its humble beginnings in June of 2013 when I would sit down with creators of comics and, and uh, uh, you know, be it writers, artists, etc. cetera, uh, from a- across the globe. I remember I got up early on some Sunday morning uh, at like six or seven and spoke with someone from Ireland uh, because of the time difference and, uh, and you know spoke about a project he had going on kickstarter so the show had changed i mean it it got to there were a lot of times i didn't have guests scheduled and it was just me for 25 minutes giving my thoughts and that was not fun and then i was very inconsistent with the recordings and gosh almost four years ago now i think something like that Mm -hmm. uh I, I brought you on, Mike, as, as it was like as a special one-off in episode 90-something. Yeah. And yeah. here we are. Now, we haven't been every week, but we've been more often than not uh, since oh, yeah. since you came on as a regular. And, and it wasn't long before, you know, Mike Mike's recurring role became a co-host uh, and then became co-host of the year. So Pretty quickly. Pretty quickly. Absolutely. I actually... It, this is uh I, I just found this out today at lunch. Um, but and this is going a little too that this is I apologize, folks. This is a, a a weird jump, but Mike went from listener to 
guest shot to recurring role to co-host of the year in, in, in very quick. I learned today that you can become Pope in a day. Like okay. the Pope, wow. the, the pontiff, the Holy Father of the Catholic Church. Uh, technically, all you have to do is be baptized. I mean, I was technically baptized. So Catholic, I, so baptized Catholic. I, well, yeah, yeah. I was, I was baptized Catholic. I mean, huh. I don't know if I knew that. Yeah. Um. So how how it typically happens is you have to be a cardinal and then there's the, the conclave, et cetera, you know, the white smoke. And so, what's, what's the way around it? What's the way around it? Let me know. The way around it is like through through the the intercession of of the Lord God Almighty. He can pick a, a lay person who's not even a priest and and elevate them to Pope. But what it is, it's not just going from guy off the streets to the Vatican City. In, in a process of a day, they are, you know, like become priest, bishop, cardinal, and then Pope all in one day. So that's how it could happen. It doesn't ever happen like that, at least not in modern so how, era. Okay. How could I convince the people that I need to convince that – your Lord Almighty uh, has said that I'm the one. Is there like uh, well, uh, we're looking for three crows and uh, uh, a willow in the wind? I, I think it's best if we just move on. <laughs> <laughs> because well, if you find out, you, just, you let me know, and you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, this is, become, it's, it's, it's not that know? type of show. there are other podcasts out there who will answer those questions nerds united is not the place for that and uh that's speaking of another podcast i i don't know if you i don't know if you know i don't know if you saw i think you did uh but not only did best friend of the show josh join the um five hard podcast live watching but you're the co-host of the year did too yes and you said, uh, "Let's get husky." Let's get husky. Yes. Yeah. I was um, hoping. I was hoping. I'm going to get that that chant going. That's going to be the new um, coordination chant. Let's get husky. Well, the problem with that is that there's the uh, Washington Huskies, so I think that there might be some. Hmm. Probably have to battle them to, to in order to do it. But I think you guys could. Uh, you guys can do that. That's fine. Not based on how we played last week. I, uh, you know what's so funny is. Uh, I, I'm not a fan of many sports at all. I just don't watch them. The only thing I really watch is like UFC, essentially. But I can understand why people would be a fan of team sports based on the fact that I, like I told you before, it, it probably in a parallel dimension somewhere. I'm a huge sports fan because a lot of the movies I like are sports movies. Mm-hmm. You know, I met I mentioned watching uh, Underdog, uh, the American, American Underdog. The American Underdog story or something like that. Uh, remember the, the Kurt Time Warner story. The Kurt Warner story, yeah. Um, really good movie, obviously. Uh, and I remember the Titans and a bunch of other ones. But Rudy. I do find it funny. Say what? Rudy. Rudy, yeah. Like I said, there's all kinds of them. Um, I do find it funny, though, that like sports fans will either love or hate their team. Now, not necessarily you got coordination. No, no, like, we're I, there. <laughs> I, I remember, like, I, I used to have a family. I won't say who it is, but I used to have a family member that would was on Facebook, and I could tell when the Cardinals were doing good and when they were doing bad. Because when they were doing bad, I swear to God, it was 
blah, 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 whoever it is, is the worst coach ever. They need to trade this pitcher. I can't believe this This team is horrible. It's never been a good team. I've never liked this team. And then whenever they would start winning, it was – they could win one game. And it will be like, you know, finally we're getting what we deserve. And these are the, the these are all whatever. I know Hall of Fame, Baseball Hall of Fame nominees and stuff like that. Like I didn't have to watch any Cardinal game at all. <laughs> I would just go to Facebook and like, oh, I guess they lost because they're, yeah. they're horrible now. Yeah, yeah, and that's tough to do with because Major League Baseball is a 162 game season, so there's a lot of ups and downs uh, through the course of that. You know, NFL is now 17 games played over 18 weeks, and college football is 12 games played over 13 ish weeks. So it's a lot before before we get into like conference championship weekend and then bowl games, but we have really gone off on tangents in the early minutes of Nerd United. This is about comic books, movies, TV, and more. This isn't a religion podcast. There are plenty of those. This isn't a sports podcast. There are plenty of those. This is a pop culture and nerd podcast, of which I'm pretty sure that Nerd United is the only one. So uh, we thank you for, for joining us. And Mike, did you have a good week? Did you make any trips anywhere to buy anything comic book related? Did you read anything? What what's went on uh, in your life, sir? I, I I did not make it to Twilight Comics, Swansea, Illinois yet. I will probably sometime either the next week or week after, maybe. Uh, I finished Saga Volume Six, and I am currently starting on because uh, I don't have Volume Seven right now. Um, Grant Morrison's Batman R.I.P. And I'm maybe fourth of the way through it, and it's so far it's pretty good. It's a, it's a, it's a Grant Morrison book, so it's it's a little trippy. It's a little hard to get into at first, but you know, it's I, I know he's a great writer, so I, I just keep going. With it. But that's about that's about it for me. That's the best approach. You, you, mm-hmm. Sometimes you just gotta grit your teeth and grin and bear it. You know. Yeah. Uh, I did not make it to Twilight Comics this week, and we mentioned last week about my acquisitions. Uh, and I got uh, got Grim Red, which was priority, and uh, we met in Grim issue four. We met. I, I, I they're definitely making it sound like we met the Reaper, Mister Grim himself, but I don't know. He's, he looks okay. an awful, awfully human, and awful, okay. awful comfortable in his Bellagio penthouse, you know, suite or whatever. Uh, but I read that. I'm I worked through most of. Batman the Knight, uh, okay. and then I still have Jurassic League to read. So uh, that those kind of like my or, um, order of priority. I would de- Grimm's number one, yeah, um, and, and get that, and then you know back down from there. So, all right. Uh, did you watch anything? I did. Uh, so I watched She Hulk episode three. Uh, watched that just last night, this morning, last night, this morning. I can't remember. It might have been this morning. Uh, yeah. And that, that's good. We get a little bit more uh, abomination. And mm-hmm. I was reminded that the one time that I watched Shang-Chi, I don't remember the Wong abomination fight. <laughs> like, I really? didn't. I, I, I think I was... I remember we watched it uh, last year when it came out on Disney Plus, but it was mm-hmm. like a Saturday morning, and I think I got up, made breakfast, you know, did waffles, pancakes, whatever. So I wasn't focusing on it, and I missed that part. Uh, but in episode three, we get the 
reasoning behind uh, that battle. And uh, so Wong is uh, in, in the episode and, and um, I, I want to say She-Hulk, but you know, Jennifer Walters as Walters and, and for the life of me, I can't remember the actress's name. Um, but and so I apologize to her, but she had one of those uh, break the fourth wall moments where she says, this isn't one of this is she's like this is the She-Hulk show. This is one of those, you know, weekly cameo. I mean, sure, there was Bruce in episode one and Abomination or, or Emma Blonsky in episode two, and now Wong. She's like, and then she looks at the camera like, Oh no, this is one of those shows. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and we we of course know that probably the most anticipated one is is still to come with uh, um Charlie Cox's return is is uh uh the devil from, from Hell's Kitchen. In the yellow suit, no less. Yes. Uh, but uh, you know what? It's they're short, quick paced. You know, easy to digest episodes. Are they really pushing forward the overall MCU narrative? I don't think so. But not everything necessarily has to. Um, so I'm, I'm, it's fine. I'm, I'm fine with it. And I also was reminded this morning that. On Amazon Prime, the first two episodes of Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power dropped. And so I started watching that this morning and then picked it up again a little bit before we started recording. I'm only 25 or so minutes in. So Okay. But it was funny because in the Lord of the Rings movies, they don't have that title card until uh, somebody out there will correct me. But I don't think they have that title card out there until the very end of each movie. And I didn't even think about it in watching this until it slowly faded and the title card appeared. And it was 17 and a half minutes into the episode. I said, <laughs> I said, but we've had all like the, the backstory, history, exposition stuff. And we have Galadriel, Lady Galadriel on her quest. And, and then it just seemed like it was the most odd timed, you know, because there's all just for yeah. yeah, but there's like natural times where they could have, you know, you know, uh, there was the time where Lady Galadriel was a child, and and so they could have done it after the history section before, you know, or or after the the hundred years battle where they show a piece, and they could have shown it then, but they waited till seventeen and a half minutes into the episode. And I'm like, I mean, I didn't forget what I was watching, but that's a, it just seemed oddly placed. <laughs> yeah. Well. But I'll say this, uh, and and I say this um, about Eternals as well. Eternals was a beautiful movie. It just didn't make any sense and dragged on too long. They spent a ton of money, did Amazon, and this show is gorgeous. Oh, that's uh, what I figured it would be. But I still wonder in, in the back of my mind, was it necessary? You know, like they took uh, the Hobbit is not a thick book. I've read the Hobbit. I mean, granted, I read it on an e-reader, so you know it, it changed things. But it's not a thick book, and they stretched that into nine hours over three movies. Uh, for the Lord of the Rings, each each movie. I mean, there's three books, and there's three movies, but then there's a lot of the appendices and and the just so much extra that that's in there to fill it. You just wonder where in the world are they getting all this content? It it's 
I, I, I kind of look at it a little bit like I look at Sherlock Holmes or James Bond is they're just out to make a buck with the IP. And I know you're going to roll your eyes and be like, yeah, duh. But I mean, it, at some point it, it's a, like uh, Sylvester Stallone called the producer of, of like the Rocky movies. Who's now making like the Creed and the Drago spinoffs. He, I think he called him like a blood sucking vampire, you know, something like, <laughs> uh, because he wants Rocky back, but he doesn't own it anymore. Like, I guess maybe he has some say over some of the characters, but he doesn't own the property. And you just wonder, it's like it, at, at some point the the stone's been bled dry, you know? I mean, yeah, I mean, you could say that about any sequel. Do we need any sequel? You know, I mean, need is a, a you know, an, a, an, an odd term for it. Uh, what, obviously, there's there's going to be people out there that have been wanting it. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's that's the only reason it's out there. You know? What what chaps my ass about this uh, Lord of the Rings show on Amazon is they within 10 minutes, they give this entire history of the very kind of beginning of, of the world. Mm-hmm. And they, they explain the elves going across the, the great Western sea to middle earth. And so they set it all up and then they said, but there was darkness. And, and I'm like, this is the stuff that would make a really compelling show. <laughs> like the introduction, well, introduction of, of the darkness and, and first, meeting Sauron that would make a great show and they put it all in 10 minutes out out of went. I was like oh you jerks but here's the thing if enough people like this show they could easily go hey you know what that 10 minutes that we told you about here comes another season (laughs) exactly yeah you know that's 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 how that's how the seasons gets made. That's how the the, the TV goes. Kind of like uh, what was it? Uh, um, oh, now I'm I'm blanking on the show. I don't I don't I don't think it was the House of the Dragon on HBO Max or HBO HBO Max, but I can't be sure. But it was one of those shows where, like, the showrunners came out and said, "Hey, season two's." Not guaranteed. If you want season two, season two and subsequent seasons, you need to watch the first seat, you know, here. And I was like, oh gosh, that sure is breaking the mold. You know, we need eyeballs on the thing for it to succeed. You know, I was like, no shit. Everybody should know that. Well, they should, but I mean, think about how many times have you heard, like, you know, even before season one of something has aired. They're already saying uh, we're working on season two. That's true. You know, so I I I think it probably where for whoever it was, I'm I'm guessing that they were close to getting a season two, but it wasn't there just yet. That that would be my guess. And it makes me sad that I don't know exactly what that show was. So I apologize yeah. to you, the good at, people. At first, I th- yeah. At first, I thought you were talking about um, Watchmen, but. It was with them. It wasn't that we want a second season. It was the, who, whoever who, for HBO Max watching. Damon Lindelof. Uh, Damon Lindelof. Um, they said that it, um, we only have an idea for one season. He That's yeah it. he right he only had the one arc in his mind, mm-hmm. um, and so he had only had the one story with those characters. But he says anybody else that has a, a compelling story 
in that universe, you know, go, go with my blessing. Like he wasn't, he wasn't trying to gatekeep. He was trying to say, I had the one story. Now somebody else's turn, you know? Yeah. If anything, which, I said which I he know was we, opening the gate. Yeah. Which I know we, we've talked about and that's re- really rare. I, I mean, I don't know any other creator that has done that. Right. Because most of the time, yeah, most of the time it's, I don't really, I, I'm, this is what I think. I don't really have an idea for a second season, but we'll come up with something in the writer's room. Yeah. And, and to, to bring it full circle with Lord of the Rings, it's like so many showrunners and what we're like, they, they see it as my precious and oh, they don't yes, want anybody yes, else yes. to have that. So, cause they, they realize that there's money at stake. So, well, Mike, should we get into uh, the short list of, of topics we have for this week? Yeah. We only got a couple left. So that's good. Uh, yeah. Good. I was going to say, let us start with the one that probably we don't have, or, or I said we have the least amount of information on, and that is back to the MCU for a Disney plus uh, show and the, the show is going to be wonder man uh, and is announced earlier this week that Ben Kingsley is returning as Trevor Slattery reprising his reprising his role from Iron Man three. Yeah. When I first saw that article, I was curious. I was like, man, do we, do we need more of this Trevor Slattery who, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you, you'll know who that character is, but if, I don't know if you're listening to it and you've never seen Iron Man three. Uh, he, he was the person that was supposed to be um, the Mandarin, which he was right. in the trailers was built up as, as the actual Mandarin character that you, I, I haven't read about him in the comic books. If you just let everybody know, but I was reading about him before uh, Iron Man 3 came out because Mandarin was like one of these well-known Iron Man characters and stuff and then it comes to find out he's just a joke character. He's a British guy that likes to drink and watch you know soccer or football whatever you want to call it. Yeah he's an actor and do you remember his beer of choice? Uh, I do not. Budweiser. Really? I I thought I see that See, even that doesn't even make sense. No. Like, I thought it would be some kind of, you know, British ale or something. It could have been, like it could have been Beck's, um, you know, like, yeah. I, you know, and look, he's not hurting for money based on, you know, the his his lifestyle and his role. Like, they were paying him these. He could have done better than Budweiser. Like, go find yeah. a good micro brew, you know? Yeah, that's a shame. I'm so disappointed <laughs> in you. And you, Trevor, get a, get a better palate. Yeah, so uh, I, you know, I like I said at first, I was just like, and do we really need more of this, more of these comedy characters? But it's it's the MCU. It's you know they're going to have that, so it's whatever. So, no big deal. I don't even know when Wonder Man's coming out. So in the future, probably not to like twenty twenty four, maybe. I don't know. You know what? What's coming up actually um, soonish? I believe on the eighth is. Um, the Disney Plus Day or whatever it is. I forget what it's called now. Oh, I thought you were going to say um, it's either the 7th or the 8th is Thor Love and Thunder coming to Disney Plus. That is also true. Yes. I didn't know I, Disney yeah. Plus Day was a thing. I'm sorry. I It's it's probably it's not called Disney Plus Day. I'm sure. <laughs> I know, D, in fact, it, I know it's you think called. it's uh, D23? D23, yeah. Although, by the way, I looked up Disney Plus Day, and one of the top stories is USA Today, Disney Plus Day 22. <laughs> there you go. So somebody called it Disney Plus Day at one point in time. 
D23 is uh, next Friday and Saturday, September 9th and 10th. Okay. That would probably be where we got like a, what do you think, Ant-Man trailer or? I'm, this one, I'm, I'm hoping we get a Fantastic Four casting. Oh, okay. Um, And then, yeah, let's see. Okay, so the next one is uh, Wakanda Forever. And we've already had the, a teaser for that. We might get another teaser, and then yeah, we'll probably for Ant Man and the Waz Quantumania, we'll probably get something there. That probably, and then I don't know what else. Maybe we'll maybe we'll have. I I have a feeling also that we're gonna get more movie announcements because for whatever the one they did before, they only had like three for twenty twenty four. Three movies in twenty twenty four. You think uh, like just you talking just Marvel movies? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Marvel. Okay, yeah. I think it's gonna be a bonkers Disney fest. It would be hilarious if at D twenty three they did movie announcements for somebody else. Oh, <laughs> you know. Um. Speaking of bonkers, do you mm-hmm. remember Bonkers the cartoon? That sounds really familiar. Like the cartoon mm-hmm. cat. I mean, it was a cartoon, but like it was an yeah. anthropo- anthropomorphic cat cop with like a big fat, supposed to be like Jake and the Fat Man type of buddy comedy type of uh, cop show. I'm, I, the, it looks really familiar, um, but I don't know if I've ever, I'm sure at some point in time I saw it. In a world where they just did Rescue Rangers, mm-hmm. they could do bonkers. Yeah, I, I mean, can they? Yes. Um, Bonker, I don't. Rescue Rangers was way more well known than Bonkers was. Like, if 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 you're gonna go another cartoon, you know, reboot, you got to go like Gargoyles or something. I'd be on board with that. But saying that, Bonkers wasn't as well-known and well-revered as Rescue Rangers is like saying over on the other channel, Freakazoid wasn't as well-known and revered as Batman the Animated Series. And, sir, I will not stand for that. I I, I see what you're saying, but I also <laughs> think, like, if you would have said, if you said a Freakazoid reboot, I would have been like, yeah, absolutely. I think, I, I think that out of the four we've named, three are very well-known, which... By the way, did you hear one of the um, uh, cast, not casting, Jesus, um, cancellations that HBO uh, made or Warner made was the Batman Cape Crusader? I did. And I also saw that that they can still option that out to another streaming service. Okay. I I think it depends how far along they are or whether what their pitch is for it, but. I mean, I, I could see uh, you know any other stream streaming service picking that up. Uh, in a world where Netflix already has DC's The Sandman, mm-hmm, true. Uh, but I I don't think this one is has to adhere to the same rules as uh, Batgirl, which I mean, we talked about a couple weeks ago. But allegedly, the directors of the Batgirl movie. That was, I guess, originally slated for theaters and then for HBO Max. The directors are claiming 
that all the work that they did, the movie that was nearly completed has been scrubbed from the DC or I'm sorry, not DC, the Warner brothers, uh, discovery networks and, and, and the cloud, I guess I was like, you didn't think to grab a flash drive and back that some bitch up. Oh, I'm sure they watched for that. And that I've, obviously the reason that they, they scrubbed it all is that they didn't want any accidental leaks. Right. Cause that's going to cost them a ton of money. Yeah. Um, but yes, I mean, I, I could, I could see where the Batman show goes to Netflix. Meanwhile, they're keeping the bat cars, you know, kids cartoon. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know anything about that. Um, I know that it's got some fairly prominent vo- voice actors in it. You know, like people okay. who not let not like a John DiMaggio, like you know the voice actor, but right, right, like prominent names in some of these roles, like celebrities. Yeah. Okay. All right. I yeah I I knew nothing about that whatsoever. Uh, I was well, but speaking of um, Warner and stuff like that, it kind of goes along with with this is that they announced recently, probably I think this week, that DC Fandom, which was like the virtual um, you know, event, that it is canceled this year. Which I, I don't think they're doing I don't think they're gonna be doing it again. I think they I think they did two years, two, maybe three years of it. I think they just did it while we were in, in the midst of a pandemic, right? Pandemic, like, I think yeah. that I think yeah. 2020 was the first one. I think you're right, yeah. And then I think Dwayne Johnson had a, a fairly prominent role in it last year, you know. Yeah, and that's probably the only one. I know in 2020 they had a, a pretty good panel. Like they had the Wonder Woman 84 trailer on there. They had a lot of stuff where like I was, actually I was looking at it and I actually watched it live for parts of it live. And then in 2021, it was kind of like, yeah, I think I think The Rock did something on there but then it was and, and not to say this isn't good but it was more of talking to creators mm-hmm. where you know if people are logging into dc fandom they're logging in for, for the movie trailers and the big celebrities so um yeah no no dc fandom bat wheels bat the wheels. show uh it's gonna be oh, on bat. cartoon cartoonito i believe and as well as hbo max Okay, the Bat okay. Wheels are sentient, super-powered crime-fighting vehicles defending Gotham City alongside Batman, Robert Batgirl, and host of DC superheroes. Having just been created by the Bat Computer, our heroes are essentially kids with little to no life experience led by BAM, the Batmobile, the Bat Wheels, BB, the Batgirl Cycle, Red, the Redbird, Jet, the Batwing, and Buff, the Bat Truck, must navigate the growing pains of being a newly formed super team, as well as the growing pains that come with just being a kid. This relatable and aspirational series will follow the journey of this dynamic team as they thrill and entertain with their heroic adventures, as well as demonstrate to kids the value of self-confidence, friendship, and teamwork. And it's got two Cobra Kai members on there. Jacob uh, Bertrand and and Sholo Mariduena. Yes. Uh, also, apparently, I was way off on like the names you'll recognize. It has Ethan Hawke as Batman, yeah. and and none of the other ones are, you know, so, none of them are like real familiar. Familiar. So yeah. my apologies to getting everybody's hopes up. That's all right. I'm the worst. 
So All no, right. no fandom. Uh, so that that concludes our DC news. Let yep. us uh, jump to the other side. After I scroll down far enough, or not the other side, another side. Um, a couple weeks ago, I popped in, spent uh, an hour or two with you, watched uh, uh, the Saturday morning uh, cartoon cartoon all stars uh, anti drug uh, show, yes. and asked you if you had seen the movie Prey, which was yes. briefly in the, the theaters and also on uh, Hulu. You said yes. I said yeah. Um, I think I started, but I hadn't finished it. Well, right. since then I have finished it, and I really, really, really enjoyed it. Well, tell me what. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me more. Prey was. This is going to sound horrible, being a kid who's born in 1982. <laughs> but the, I guess maybe availability of Prey. Like if Prey would have been in, in like just in theaters, I don't know if I would have gone to see it, but. The fact that I could watch it from home, uh, you know, it, when it became available to like add it to my queue or your, you know, my mm-hmm. my yeah. watch list, whatever, I did that. And sure enough, I get populated. I just a month ago watched Predator. Same. Uh, and I still have watched Predator too. Josh says that I have to. Uh, I'm sorry, best friend of the show, Josh says I have to. Um, but I watched, so I watched Predator and Prey. And my goodness, Prey was such a great movie. That I was uh, talking to or, or commenting with uh, Rob Kugler, who voices our intro here at the Nerd United podcast, and I say, you know, there was a a dub version of this that was all in Comanche, right? I said, which I, I'm very having now watched the English language version. I'm very interested in going back and watching that Comanche version. The movie's only like an hour and a half. It goes quickly. It's very again very well paced. Um, but I, I said to him, I said, it'd been cool if they would have, all right, we're going to do this take in English. All right, cut. Let's do another take and, and had it instead of being dubbed, but having been live. But I said, then you're basically doubling the cost of the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I understand where that that wasn't feasible, but uh, such a great movie. I, I like the the notion of you know, like if, if a predator type creature dropped down in Belleville, or mm-hmm. St. Louis, you know, for for we use St. Louis as a reference point because more people have heard of St. Louis than Belleville. Um, we'd all be freaked out, you know, like it would go yes. on go on a rampage. But to see how you know these Comanche warriors uh, reacted in the movie, and I know it's all fictional, I get it. Um, but to see how they reacted, and it was more of a well, let's go kill this thing, you know, like with with no hesitation, and and oh sure, fear. I'm not. Let's not. But, but they would have all made great Green Lanterns because you know what the key to being a great Green Lantern is, Mike. It's not that you're not afraid; it's that you had the ability to overcome great fear. Well, maybe in the sequel they all become Green Lanterns, <laughs> and then they and then they take the Predator back to Oa to yes. to the great uh, cosmic prison. Um, but it, did you catch any of the? "Quote unquote controversy surrounding the movie Prey, Mike. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, anytime there's a female lead, there's going to be a uh, there's going to be controversy over it by a certain group of individuals. And what are those individuals called, Mike? Uh, dumbasses. Oh, okay, that's fair. That's a that's a broad enough term. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, and and by the way, uh, Amber Midthunder is the uh, lead in that movie, and. 
she, I, I thought had a very measured and reserved response. Um, mm-hmm. I, a lot of it, they were saying like, well, you're it took Arnold, you know, Arnold had to do this. And, and, and you're telling me that a teenage girl can, can do what Arnold Schwarzenegger can do. Well, yeah. If that's all she's done is, is train herself, you know, and, and she's self-taught. That was a big part of the movie. Uh, but train, uh, self-taught to be uh, a healer, a tracker. And at the end of the day, uh, a killer spoiler. Alert. Yeah. Yeah. The similarities between, um, the, I forget, I forget what her character's name in Prey is, or what her or what her actress name, what the actress's name is either. Uh, Amber Mid Thunder. And between Amber Mid Thunder and Arnold Schwarzenegger, is both their bodies are completely natural. <laughs> no, no. Uh, and her character, all. her character's name is Naru. If I'm, Naru. I'm probably not. It's probably like Naru or. Aru, or you know, I'm, 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 yeah. I'm getting it wrong. I'm sorry. I will say, I also, I also enjoyed it. I was same, same as you. I had just recently watched Predator. I know at some point in time, you know, when I was younger, I'm sure Predator was on TV, and I caught scenes of it and stuff like that. But I know I don't remember ever seeing, sitting down and watching it all the way through. I'm, I, I liked. I sat down then. I liked Prey. I did find that there were there were some parts of it that it almost felt like and i and i wish i would have watched it or, or like earlier than what we're talking about now um but it was almost like she just fell into a lot of luck you know she pulled herself sir out of quicksand she did well she, first of all she would have died if it wasn't for her brother saving her the first time. Yeah. And then, like I said, I'd have to go back and watch it. But I, by the way, I, I'm not saying that she's a bad character at all, or she doesn't deserve the credit that she got because in, in the end, she pulled everything together. But there were some scenes where it was just like, always, you know, it reminded me of like Harry Potter where he just stumbles backwards oh, yeah, yeah. and, you know, the wand falls from his hands and hits a, hits the ground. Right. And he just coughs and the uh, spell magically comes out and kills whatever's in front. I thought it was funny, you know, in, in the OG predator movie, mm-hmm. uh, Arnold like had to cover himself in the cooling mud to yes. escape the, uh, the heat vision of, of the predator. Whereas Naru had pharmaceutical assistance. Yeah, that was that was like definitely. there there's a, a flower or something that when she grinds mm-hmm. up and you know mushes up and, and ingests that lowers her core body temperature. I'm like, I don't think that's how that works at all. I mean, we don't we you know you don't know all the flowers. Maybe there is one. That- Dear Google. You know? Is there a flower that exists that will lower my body temperature enough sure. to not appear uh, on on a thermal know, scan? Thermal scan. Thank you. I said yeah. e-vision, but thermal scan is correct. Well, either, either one sounds good. Mike, as always, sir, you, you knocked it out of the ballpark. Thank you very much for all that you do. And speaking of all that you do, you have been a busy boy with this 80s movie madness tournament. Yeah, it's almost over though. Um, 
Do we should we should we announce the final four on here? Might as well. Okay. So after 64 movies from 1980 to 1989, we narrowed it down to our final four, which by the time you're listening to this, most likely the tournament is either already over or uh, I'm putting it out. Now. I'm going to get this done. We got a holiday on Monday. We can we can put the, the final four, start that on Monday. Uh, okay, yeah. And, I'll, and I'll the show up. will be out by then. Yeah, I'm, well, that doesn't mean people are listening to the show when it comes oh, out. Oh, come on now. The the horde of, of <laughs> listeners, they they tune in right away. They, they're salivating. Well, course, the chopping, the chopping at the they're, they're the they're waiting on at their phone or on their computer. Um, so it's going to be on one side. Um, it is going to be uh, Empire Strikes Back versus Ferris Bueller's Day Off. On the other side, it is going to be Goonies versus Back to the Future. Ooh, four classics. Mm-hmm. We have our thoughts. We're not going to disclose them, but we have yep. each taking a different approach on uh, how we think that the final four is going to go and who we think is going to be uh, going head to head in the championship. And again, we're not going to disclose it. We don't want to influence your thoughts in any way, but Mike and I have a gentleman's agreement that the loser will facilitate for the winner, a $20 gift card uh, to twilight comics, Swansea, Illinois. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So, I yeah, got a know, good we, feeling. I do. I, maybe yeah, it's because I spoke up first, but I got a really good feeling about where I'm at um, in this. I think I think I've got it in the bag. I think it's going to be close. We have had some close ones, haven't we? We've. Here's the thing: um, the matches have either been, I don't want to say blowouts, but like six votes to two, or it'll be five votes to six. You know. Or there have been there have been a couple times where it was tied, and you know I had to be like, "Hey, Greg, post it on your on your on your page." Greg, ask your wife. Let's get some more. Yeah, yeah. Ask your wife. I noticed yeah. that Nolan hasn't voted. What's the heck up with that? You think Nolan's on Facebook? I don't know. Isn't, isn't he a kid in that where cool kids hang out? Uh, no, first of all, I don't think any kid his age is on Facebook, okay. and he he actually has a Facebook page, but he I don't think he's been on it in several years. He told me he got it for whatever game, but there was some game, I guess. And he goes, I needed Farmville. a Facebook page. I, whatever, I don't know what I don't know what it was, but he, he said I needed a Facebook page for it. So I set the Facebook page up and, and then he doesn't play the game anymore. So lucky. Yeah. There's stay Nolan as long as you can. Stay away from social media. It you know, it is interesting to yes. Uh it is interesting to see who all votes on the, the page. Or on on the matches and stuff like that because I, I I can say like you have your people that vote and I have my people that vote and then other people don't vote even though I put it on my fa- page and go hey uh, come over to the Nurse United page it's really easy and then I get a few uh, surprise voters yes so so hopefully this one since it's the final four hopefully we get a decent amount of votes. Because I, I plan, I, I we could have this up for till the next podcast, yeah. you know. Because that's gonna be the championship. That's gonna be the championship. So, I like it. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, if we drop it on on Monday and then by dinner time Friday, mm-hmm. we we know who's going on to the championship. We can talk about it. We can 
you know, yeah. e- e- we can discuss or debate the merits of each. Yeah. We can drop that, uh, you know, here a, a, a week from now or whatever it is when we know and, and really, really might go hog wild. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. We, we can talk about, you know, wh- whoever, whoever wins and wh- whatever matchups are there. We can talk about, cause I, I've seen, I've seen all four movies. So I would have a little bit something to say about each of each of them. Were there any movies in the 64 that you had not seen? Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, American werewolf in I'm ch- I had the thing around here somewhere. American Werewolf in Paris or in London, wherever, wherever the American Werewolf was. Sure, right. Uh, yeah, there was a couple of them. Okay, not many though. No, no. So, no. and that's the thing. Uh, Chad Smart, my co-host on the West Coast for the Power Half Hour, would debate that the '80s were the greatest decade of all time for movies and music and all that. Jazz, I don't know. I think the '90s can make a a pretty strong statement. '90s were definitely better. I mean, '80s were okay. Suck it, Chad. '90s music is better. Uh, I I even '90s movies might be a little bit better, but I'm I'm not sure. That's that's a tough one. So, well, make sure you uh, folks keep your eyes out for the the next uh, the semifinals. The final mm-hmm. four uh, of the 80s movie madness uh, tournament. And Mike, I don't know about you, but I'm starting to uh, sundown a little bit All right. and get a little little weary, a little sleepy. And uh, I think we're going to call it a show, if that's all right with you, sir. Sounds good. I like it. You're drinking water. I'm, I drink a beer, which probably didn't help anything. So one of us is smart. And it's not me. So everybody out there listening in podcast land, uh, tell your friends, uh, share the share the show, and you know let's get some more ears on Nerds United. Uh, but we thank you for joining us. We hope that you have a, a great Labor Day weekend if you are, are fortunate enough to be able to have that extra day off. Uh, thank a laborer. I, I don't know who to thank on Labor Day. Um, probably sure. a government entity from a hundred years ago. Uh, and we don't need to thank the government for anything, really. Uh, but we thank you for your continued uh, loyalty to Nerds United. So for the co-host of the year, Mike Luther, I'm Greg Mahachko. And we remind you each and every week, just simply be kind. And rewind. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. 